Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. How you doing, everyone? I'm Russ Salzberg, and I want you all to listen up once again and get a load of this. To be or not to be? Should we have a Major League Baseball season in 2020? Should the NBA and the NHL have their respective seasons resumed? Or because of this coronavirus, should, as we say in Brooklyn, forget about it. Let's just call 2020 a washout and start over again next season. Those are the questions. What are the answers? Plenty to talk about. So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. All right, folks. Before I say anything else, let me just hope all of you and your families are safe and healthy and you're being smart and wearing masks and safe distancing and all that. And God forbid if any of my fans out there have lost loved ones, my deepest sincere condolences. If any of you are dealing with loved ones and friends and family in the hospital, my prayers and thoughts are with you as we move forward and try to get through to this horror of uh, a time in our country, Uh, a time like we've never seen before. But that said, uh, let me get to the business at hand, as you heard in my open. Before I get to Major League Baseball, uh, and I've got plenty to say on that, but before I get to Major League Baseball and should we get Major League Baseball back, you know what I'm more concerned about? And I mean this sincerely. I'm more concerned about getting Little League Baseball back. That's right, Little League Baseball back. And any of you people who have played Little League, I don't care if you're 10 years old now or 75 years old now, anybody who played Little League Baseball knows what I'm talking about. You know, these big guys, the the major leaguers, I'm not worried about them coming back. Yeah, it's my entertainment, and as I've said in the past, I've made a good living uh, been t- able to take care of my family from the world of sports. 
but we're worried about Major League Baseball players coming back. How about all the kids out there? I mean it. All the kids out there. You know what this month is? We're in the month of April. You know what that means? Little League Baseball should have started all over the country. All over the country. I certainly know in New York and New Jersey, Little League Baseball opens up in April. And I believe that's the case every place. But we're not having Little League Baseball. I have three little grandsons, five, four, and two. Well, the two-year-old obviously is not in there yet. But the last couple of years, I've had the other two guys, uh, the, the five-year-old was in beginner's t-ball for two years, the four-year-old did it for one year, and me, being pops, I was the one drafted to take care of them. I was their coach. I was taking them. And you know what? I miss that. The kids miss that. And if anybody ever played Little League Baseball, you tell me if that was not the greatest thing in the I could not wait for Saturday mornings to come. I mean, my mom would wash my uniform. I'd have it ready, sitting right at the edge of my bed. I'd, have, I'd be brushing my cleats, polishing them the night before, oiling up my glove. Every kid did that. And God forbid it rained. If God forbid it rained, I mean, you were heartbroken, crestfallen. It was terrible. You know how many kids are disappointed right now? They're not going to have Little League seasons. You know how we watch all the time the Little League World Series from Williamsport, Pennsylvania? and all the kids, and we watch it, it's on ESPN, and the playoffs and the regionals, that, we're not going to see that. And I get it. Because it's got to be health and safety first. But my point that I'm trying to make here is everybody keeps talking about when is sports coming back. We need sports to come back. So, so it could give us something to look forward to. Hey, I'm the biggest sports fan. But I'm looking forward to getting back to as normal as can possibly be. I'm looking forward to so that there are not, I'm not watching these huge lines all over the country of people. And I'm not talking about homeless people. I'm talking about people just getting online to get food. Because if you can't work and you can't make money, you can't buy food. So if this sounds like a soapbox, so be it. But for crying out loud, sports, to take our minds. You, you, you think watching a baseball game from Arizona is going to take your mind off the problems that we have? It ain't going to take my mind off the problem that I have, that I can't go hug my three little grandsons, that i got to see them uh, from a distance in a drive-by in my driveway or their driveway. I, I understand, and I understand fans can be fanatics. But guys and gals, let, let's put common sense at the front lines here. Too, too many times common sense takes a backseat 
We need common sense on the front lines with all the people busting their ass on the front lines. But for those talking about a Major League Baseball season, thinking about maybe a Major League Baseball season should come back, I'm going to give you my thoughts up front. I, I may have mentioned this last week, but sports this week is front and center. As far as I'm concerned, I think sports right now is a washout. I, I think the Major League Baseball season is going to be a washout, or it should be a washout. I think the NBA season and the NHL seasons, which, of course, uh, were well into it, I think they're a washout. Am I happy to say that? No, I'm not happy to say that. But let's look at what we're facing. First of all, you want to go to our, one of the plans, nothing is official, but one of the plans is to go to Arizona and, and play at a few sites and have all the uh, players, let's say, teams sequestered in, a, um, in various hotels, teams stay in hotels. Now, that's not saying if their families are going to be with them or not. We know that there aren't going to be any fans. No fans. All right? So let me just offer a couple of things on that about Major League Baseball players. Major League Baseball players, just like you and me, are human beings. They have moms and dads and and wives and children just like you and me. Are their families going to be able to be with them? Now, you might say, what's the big deal? I'll say, yeah, it is a big deal. I won't want to be separated from my family for three, four, five months, whatever the hell it's going to be. And what kind of psychological effect does that have on the players if they're away from their families? I'm not even getting to the rules of the game yet. Okay. I'm just talking about the, the game plan. You're going to play in Arizona and not in front of fans. Let, let me offer this to you. If you don't think that's going to make a difference, you're nuts. How do you not play? Now, I don't have a better solution. Don't get me wrong here. But you, you're going to play with, with no fans. Anybody who's a sports fan knows what do we talk about so much and so often? Home field advantage. You Yankee fans, how many, how many times have you heard whether we would be playing the Red Sox or the Astros or whatever? No, we, we want home field advantage because if there's a seventh game or a deciding game, we want it to be played on our field. How many times have you heard home field advantage, home ice advantage in hockey or the NBA? Listen. It's been a long time since Madison Square Garden was revved up about the Knicks. But I remember when that home, home court advantage at the Knicks meant something. Or if it was Jordan's Bulls in Chicago meant something. Or the Heat in Miami. Come on! Fans add so much more. It's not going to be there. Now, I'm hearing talk of 
uh, in the other sports, NHL, NBA, may, maybe the seasons would be resumed uh, for a few games, and the, or maybe they would go right into the playoffs at neutral sites with no fans. I mean, come on. You don't think that matters? What kind of season, what, what, what kind of, you heard of asterisks? Call it 10 asterisks. It's, it, to me, that kind of game planning doesn't make sense. It's unfortunate what has happened. And I get the money that is involved. I get the money that is involved. But now we're already hearing if baseball does come back. Let's suppose baseball does come back. Now already there's a discrepancy. What are the players going to earn? Because they can't be earning what they signed up for. And there's going to be some bitching and moaning about that. Already the super agent, uh, Boris. Scott Boris. Already is, well, like, you know, kind of sent, sent out smoke signals. Whoa, let, let's hold on a second. You know, we, we owners, uh, you know, they... We agree on certain things. The economics they're talking about is whether they play or not, or not what they play, what they pay the players. Players gotta expect to have salaries reduced. According to estimates, teams get roughly, I think, for ticketing and and parking and concessions and I guess merchandising falls into that uh, you know all that goes is all part of fan attendance apparently that adds up to 40% of revenue for Major League Baseball 40% are players and owners going to get into a scuffle over who should be what and what should be paid? Because I'm going to tell you this right now. If Major League Baseball attempts to come back and they don't have their T's crossed and their I's dotted about this kind of situation, about pay structure, they're going to look like horses' asses big time. You have people whose restaurants and establishments are closed down and will never reopen again. People have lost their jobs. They're worried about unemployment. They're worried about you know, businesses that have gone south. They're worried about bankruptcy. They're worried about putting food on a table. Do you think anybody in their right mind is going to give a shit what players make or what the owners make? Now, I, I get you know, TV's tied into it. I, I get all that. But you know what? Nobody planned on this. Nobody planned on this. Nobody expected it. That's it. And to me, it's just a matter of sucking it up. And then if there was... If there was a season, 
Let's think about this for a second. If there was a season. Okay, so we're talking about no meetings on the mound. Catchers and pitching coaches apparently aren't allowed to go out to talk to the pitcher. So what the, I mean, what the hell kind of baseball strategy is that? We can't have discussions? I mean, how important is the pitcher-catcher relationship? For crying out loud, we're always hearing about pitchers wanting their own personal catchers to catch for them. But the catcher can't go out to the mound to talk to a guy. A pitching coach can't come out. How about that? And, you know, so I guess the third base, third baseman, you know, to talk some strategy in certain infield situations, can't go over to talk to the shortstop. And the second baseman can't go over to talk to the shortstop. And I guess how the hell does the first baseman hold the runner on first, prevent them from stealing? And then when you have a runner on first and a runner on third, are the first base coach and the third base coach not supposed to talk to the men on base? I I just it just boggles my mind that they're thinking about going this way. Now, if you're asking me, if you're asking Russ Salzberg, well, Russ, if the games are on, are you going to watch? Of course, I would watch some of them. I got nothing better to do, but I'm not going to watch it. Like, whoa, this is my team playing. Oh, I can't wait. This is exciting. If the NBA or the NHL decided to resume their seasons and um, uh, all of a sudden start the playoffs, I couldn't care less. Couldn't care less. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns of the NBA, he, he, he lost his mom. You think he gives a shit about renew, resuming the season? I, I, I just think I get it's an awkward, it's a bad situation. Everybody's trying to save their businesses. The little guys trying to save their businesses, the big guys trying to save their businesses. And I understand that baseball and, and all these other sports are part of the fabric of, uh, of the country we live in. It's part of our lifestyle. It, you can call sports as a, 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 a diversion from the misery that we might have in our lives. But I'm going to tell you something. Watching the games, the way they're expected to be put on, that's not going to be any diversion to me. That's going to be a reminder of the times we live in. That's that's why I opened up by saying I feel bad for the little leaguers, not the big leaguers. Because if I can get the little leaguers playing again and the kids on a sandlot, that means Joe Blow, our normal lives, yours, mine, our neighbors are going to be getting back to a normal existence. You know, 
And, and, and don't give me this business. Initially, and I don't know if that plan was still in play, they, initially they said, well, baseball, they'll try to have seven-inning game, seven-inning doubleheaders so we can get close to maybe a uh, – they'll be playing all day and they'll be, be able to get close to 162-game schedule. Who gives a shit about a 162-game schedule? Have an 80-game schedule. Have an 81-game schedule. Cut it in half. And I'm just saying – who cares? No, no one's going to look in the record books as this season is. Wow, what this guy! Nobody's going to look in the record books for a three-month season, whatever the hell it is, and call it. Wow, that guy was the MVP, or that guy won a triple crown, or a triple crown, or his ERX. Stop. And if they're playing seven-inning games, so what? What? What constitutes an official game? Three and a half innings. What's a quality start? Three innings? I mean, the whole thing doesn't make sense to me. The whole thing does not make sense to me. Now, let me move on for a second. Let me, let me go to the NBA. Commissioner Adam Silver, who I happen to be a big fan of, I think him and his deputy commissioner, uh, Mark Tatum, excellent. Excellent people. And Adam Silver has been extremely careful from the moment this has come about. He's been extremely careful about not committing to anything. Without question, he would like to be able to resume the NBC season. He has said so. But he won't say, one way or the other, yay or nay, if it's going to happen. Because he's made sure to say the right things in terms of the health care workers, the people on the front lines need to be taken care of first before resuming sports. That gets me into something else. And I, I've heard this, that... You people have heard it as well. If, if we're going to bring back these sports, we've got to know that the players are all going to be able to be tested frequently, at least once a week, and, and to make sure everything is okay. I get that. But let's hold on a second. Why should a professional athlete have the advantage of being tested on a frequent basis when Joe Blow, your next-door neighbor, can't have that same frequency. So that's where Adam Silver is smart. All the people need to be taken care of. It is also a thing with the NBA, you know, uh, and Silver basically has said this, too, that there are more players infected in the NBA than the initial report of seven. Yeah, the initial report, when it all came out, you know, seven guys. But there's a lot more than seven guys. Now, the NBA, more than any other sport, more than baseball, more than any other sport, the NBA has to be real careful here. 
they have to walk on their tippy toes and be super duper duper careful. You know why? Let me take you back to this past October. Remember the Rockets, Houston Rockets GM, Daryl Morey, who in support of what the hell was going on in Hong Kong said, fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. Remember that? Remember the uproar that went on? How China, yeah, the same China that has given us the coronavirus. Remember how they chastised the NBA and were all pissed off? And how people like stars of the NBA, LeBron James, chastised and criticized Daryl Morey because players were pissed off because there's a lot of money and advertising and endorsements on what to be made in China. Well, now they're all as quiet as a church mouse. You know, the NBA uh, revenue yearly, they've, they've signed a, a multi-billion dollar, I believe, TV deal. That, but they get, I think, just from TV, something like $500 million just from China. I'm not talking about stateside. We, we, I'm just from China, from TV. So you know, this is, nobody has spoken about the NBA and China throughout all of this. But, boy, that's a question that needs to be answered. Moving forward, how the hell can the NBA, how the hell can the NBA be palsy-walsy? And how can the players be palsy-walsy? with China after what has happened to our country. Think about that. Yeah, let, let, let's see if all, all our uh, players want to go over, or all the NBA players want to go over now. And yeah, let's tour and promote basketball in China. Let's see how that's going to go over here stateside. I'm sorry. This is not a story that I can buy into. So when I hear about the NBA, the NHL, listen, I get it. And, and I've heard, you know, some people in the NHL say, well, we can play deep into the summer, let's say, and we'll just start next season later. Screw this season. Let's start next season the way it's supposed to be started. That's why I'm saying let's, let's not screw things up by if, if we're going to have a half-assed season this season and then start late next season. We're programmed. Basketball and baseball starts, what, in October, November. Let's, that's the way we want it. D don't tell me you're going to start later 
next season, either do it right or don't do it. If, if baseball wants to have a baseball season, God bless. I'm not going to stand in its way. But look at everything the way you want it to be. If it's just because of uh, revenue and money from TV and the deals that have been made, so be it. But, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes you get thrown a curveball, using a baseball phrase, and this coronavirus has thrown us the biggest curveball of our lives. The biggest. To me, the way, the way we're going to beat it is taking a swing at it by using our common sense. I want everybody to be healthy. I want everybody to be safe. Um, we've had far too many deaths. Lives have been already been shattered. Lives have been broken. Businesses have been lost. Once this shit is over, the stress factor is going to be off the charts. Believe me, I'm all for sports. I made a career covering sports. But I want sports as I know it. Okay? As I know it. So like I said before, now I'm more worried about the little leaguers getting their lives back to normal than I am the big leaguers. And with that said, I'll finish with the way I said to all of you, you know, I want, um, I hope you're all safe. Continue to be safe. Continue to be smart. Continue to safe distance. Continue to wear masks. Continue to use common sense. I'm not making today about politics. I want today about, just be about common sense. I want this horror to be over as quickly as possible, but I don't think quickly is the right word because I don't think that's going to happen. Let's just get through it, and then we can think about next season, next season. But for the time being, that is a wrap right here. I want to thank all of you for getting a load of this. Now, I'd surely like to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can tell me on Twitter at Russ Salzberg, on Facebook. You can also check out my website at russsalzberg.com. Big, big time thanks today to the M&M guy, Matt Meany, who's taking care of me producing this. I want to thank my 77 WABC program director, Dave Labrosi, his outstanding assistant, program director, Matt Dahl, and last but certainly not least, a great big thank you to all of you people out there, because without you people, I have nobody here to be talking to. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Be safe, be smart. Talk to you next time.
When your space has the long-lasting, noticeable scent of Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist, you'll want to invite everyone over. From book club to reality TV watch parties, even the in-laws. It smells amazing. Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist is infused with two times more essential oil versus regular Airwick Essential Mist for our most authentic, nature-inspired fragrance experience. Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist is perfectly portable and effortlessly easy. The way fragrance should be. Now that's a breath of fresh Airwick. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.